Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Vesas Hashem, Shalom Bayes, Shir number 400. In more than one instance, uh, Rabbi Aaron Lane heard women say that feeling loved is worth more to them than all the luxuries in the world and all the jewelry and clothes that I can buy. That if I can choose a simple life with a person who truly loves me, or lavish have a lavish lifestyle without love, I would take love over wealth any day. And... It says, may not sound realistic, but this is the consensus of many women that he had asked. And it's clear by, by, by women, we talked about the appearance, achievement, but affection is primary uh, by most women. It doesn't mean that material things are not valuable to women. It's just not their primary need. Sometimes you will have that if a woman's peers have a, live a materialistic life, and she won't want to feel left out or inferior to her neighbors. And so in those situations, uh, there'll be a pursuit of material things that will increase. By doing that, they fe- she feels more connected to her need for appearance. And if she didn't have those material things, she may feel inferior to her peers in her community. And that would generate some anxiety. But overall, um, it's affection that is primary. Um, he brings down an interesting story. Had a congregant, a friend, older person, uh, something that happened over 50 years before in the 1960s. And he told him as follows. He said, I went to the Far East to do business, and my wife came with me on this business trip. And we went to dinner with one of my suppliers and had a couple of drinks. And the way things were unfolding, I realized I could negotiate a better price for the goods I was buying. And the hour was late, and it was going to be a while before this deal would conclude. So I told my wife, take a taxi to the hotel, and I'll come later. And the wife took the taxi home to the hotel, and he continued his negotiations with his clients. Negotiations went on until the late hours, into the morning even, and he was able to bring down the price by a half a million dollars. This was back in the 60s, so he had a great profit from this. So the next morning, he was back in the hotel, his wife woke up, and he noticed, uh, I noticed, my wife was very upset. Tried to cheer her up. I said, you know, you won't believe it. You know, after that meeting, uh, we saved $500,000 on this business deal that we just had. But my words had no desired effect. She was still very upset. She says, why are you so upset? And I was totally flabbergasted when I heard her answer. She, She told me, why did you send me back to the hotel alone last night? Now you see here, you know, when he heard this story, this Rev. Aaron Lane, he was blown away. He heard, the, the wife heard that the husband made a substantial amount of money in this deal, and all she had to do was return to the hotel alone. He didn't mean anything negative by it, just, you know, I'm busy with this business deal, and you, you know, it's late, so go home and get your rest. He He definitely had no ill intent by doing this. So how could she be upset? But she was upset. And you would think she would be overreacting, but the bottom line is, is the wife felt abandoned. Yes, her husband earns a large sum of money, but, you know, logically, maybe she should understand her husband's decision, but nevertheless, it didn't change the emotional reality. In her mind, in her mind, she felt slighted by being told to go home, you know, go go to the hotel. You see from here and you see similar stories like this where 
it is the affection and the warmth that is so important. And, of course, love is a very important ingredient in marriage and to love each other. But the to understand what love means, people, you know, men and women look at it differently. When a man feels respected and accepted for who he is, and he has a satisfactory matter matter relations, and he feels his marriage has a f- solid loving foundation, so he feels loved, and he assumes that his spouse, his wife, feels that same love the same way. And when he doesn't. See he sees that his wife doesn't feel the same way and she feels a dissatisfaction or she acts resentful or disappointed, he asks himself, what's wrong with her? She's not making any sense. Don't I do enough for her? What does she want? And he's racking his brain trying to figure it out. Something's bothering her. Maybe she had a bad day. Um, and, And really, it's simply he doesn't understand the female nature of his wife. And she will answer, you know, you don't understand and you don't get it. And again, the husbands very often have trouble relating to this because they say to themselves very often, you know, I'm at the top of a list of priorities for her and, um, and I take care of her in so many ways. But she feels, I want communication. I want warm feelings from him. And like we said very often, it's it's the it's the simple differences between a husband who his mind is in prestige, power, pleasure, and his understanding of what a good relationship is is different from what his wife views as a good relationship. And these concepts of power, pleasure, prestige are things that she will never feel by him pursuing that, that she is his priority. For her, affection and attention is one of her primary needs. So when a husband is not spending time with her and showing her that affection in ways that she needs to be shown affection, she doesn't feel loved. And even if the husband says, you are my priority, and he really means it, and she, he, really, she, he really feels that way, she is my priority, and I take care of her, and I work very hard for her, but again, if that, if that affection or that time is missing, they won't feel that way. Now, most men do feel, good husbands, that their spouse is indeed their priority. They really feel that. So it's not like they're being selfish in any way. They really want to work hard and they take care of their wives and, they, and, they're, and they're interested and, they're, and their wives are very, very high priority in their life. But at the same time, and he, and he cares for his wife, and he's a responsible hard worker for her, and he pays the bills, and he takes a vacation with her, and, 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 and so on. But again, in the male brain, that's fine. In the female brain, though, there's still things that is needed. I need that emotional need. I'm glad you're an excellent provider, but there's more to marriage than just stable finances. I need an emotional well-being. And a man will answer back, if you need my attention, I do give you attention. We spend time together. When we're intimate, we spend time together. And she'll respond, intimacy is very nice, but that's not enough. A woman feels 
and needs to feel that she always is her husband's priority, not just a specific time and a specific place. If she doesn't feel this, she'll feel that she is lacking. And knowing that her husband makes her a priority is an integral part of her feeling good about herself, of having healthy self-esteem for her. When she feels, when she sees that she is his priority, then she feels whole. And for that, she must get attention and affection and appreciation from her husband. And when she doesn't, she'll feel down and sometimes even get depressed about it. And when a wife starts feeling neglected and not loved, then she will feel negatively towards her husband. Um, and she will, it will, she'll begin to reject him because she feels rejected herself. And very often what happens with women that they don't feel loved, then they turn to sometimes shopping and sometimes eating um, to allay her tension and her emptiness of not feeling loved by her, by her husband. When a man makes his wife feel secure in his love, she doesn't need a substitute to boost her self-esteem. But a wife who feels neglected will look for something else to increase her good feelings. And the easiest way is to either eat or to shop, which neither one, neither of these things make the husband ha- happy either. But the idea being is that the male, as hard as it is for him to understand the nature of women or his wife in particular, needs to really truly understand the differences in gender, to understand the difference in misconceptions and misunderstandings that come from the differences in gender. And he has to act sort of out of his normal male character and show his affection and give her time and give her special attention and special love. And that is so, so important. Very often in life, she wants to talk, she wants to communicate, and he wants some space. You know, people work very, very hard. You work 40-hour weeks or sometimes even more. And he needs to unwind and he needs his space. And she feels, I need to talk and I need to have a closeness and I need to feel a connection with you. And for a man, very often, that could be an assignment because he's drained already from the, from the long day. And he talks to her by supper time, whatever it is, and he feels, I already had my conversations, I communicated. But she needs more. And this is something that is a priority, and it's very, very important. In Rav Sholem Arush's book, he writes that in Garden of Peace, that a woman thrives on sharing her life with her husband. She loves to tell him everything that is happening to her during the time they were apart, And the husband should listen with intent to what she has to say, even if it seems trivial and unimportant to him. That's very, very important to know. You see, for women, most conversations are exciting, not because of the topic per se, but because of the very fact that they're spending time together. For men to talk very often to each other, they they feel a good conversation is if they're talking about the specific topic that's a fulfilling or pers- purposeful topic or an enjoyable topic. 
But for women, very often, it's not a matter of the topic necessarily per se. That could be secondary to the very fact that they're spending time together. We are talking. We are communicating. That is the key. So many husbands, again, wives should also try to understand this. They really want to be the best spouse in the entire world. They want to be their best husbands. The reason they're unsuccessful and they sometimes don't understand what's going wrong is because they lack this understanding of the affection need and the time need that their wives need. He, in his mind, doesn't understand this. You know, I, I make a decent salary. I'm a good provider. I spend generally, ge- generously rather, and uh, um, we, we go out to dinners often. I spend time with the kids. And I let my wife relax, and we also have cleaning help at home, and so on and so forth. So he doesn't understand. I'm doing everything I can. Why, you know, and I'm being the best husband I could be. And a wife will say, I appreciate all those things, but we need to spend more time together. And I feel otherwise we're drifting apart. Or our relationship is not like what it used to be. I'm not your priority. You care about your clients more than about me. And a husband will say, Of course. Of course, that's not true. I have to go to work. I have to deal with the clients. You know, and we have dinner and we do talk. But again, this is something where that's the men-women difference, the husband-wife difference, where a husband needs to just understand that part. And very often, believe it or not, you don't need a major, major amount of time, certain amount of quality time together of listening of relating to each other, does wonders in the relationship. See, Rabbi Aaron Feldman, he wrote a book called The River, the Kettle, and the Bird. And on page 54 there, he says that more often than not, nagging by a wife means that her husband is not paying enough, paying her enough attention. Sometimes the nagging comes from, it's a deeper inner need, and it's coming out that way, of basically saying, I need your time and I need your attention, you're not paying enough attention to me. That's more pretty much of what it's saying. And Rabbi Aaron Lane brings an interesting thing. We talked about this a lot of times before, about the importance of talking to your wife a lot and how it's not a contradiction to what Perkei Yavis says in Perak Aleph Mishnehei, Altar Besicha Im Oishem Be'ishtai Amru, that one shouldn't talk extra with his wife. So he has an interesting explanation. And he says just a, a simple, basic push-up shot. In the olden days, there was much less activity to do at home than there, than there is today. So Yiddishkeit is telling you that a man needs to remember that besides speaking to his wife, you need to dedicate time to learn Tyra and to spend time learning Tyra. But these days, when people aren't, spend, are, are, aren't spending enough time studying anyway and they're spending time on other things, they should definitely spend more time speaking to their wives. And even, like we said, a person does learn a lot, they should still do that adequately and everything that's necessary and that's important for to, 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 to enhance that relationship. So that's very, very important. A husband doesn't realize sometimes when he chooses another activity over spending time with his wife, it makes her feel bad sometimes. She assumes automatically that she is not his priority. And, you know, he didn't, you know, if he's working, especially I didn't, or in Kyle, whatever, I didn't see you for 12 hours. Now I want your time and I want your attention.
And to make this, to, to po point out something also that's very important, you could have a, a man that it gives hours of time to the community and it's a beautiful thing. But he needs to realize that the giving of the community is part of getting honor, prestige, and even if he's doing it l'shem shamayim as possible, which is beautiful, but nevertheless, he has to realize that his priority is his wife, his priority is his family. And it could be that for a man, he doesn't need to be with his wife so much for, for his own self-esteem, but for a wife, for a woman, she needs to feel loved and cared for a more constant basis. That is the inherent nature of most women. Again, stereotypically, sometimes it could be a little bit different, but it's a real deep need. And it's, it's not a matter of a weakness or a strength type of thing. It's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the gender differences. Men, for example, tend to be more concrete and offer advice and solutions to problems. Men, the women tend to talk more for emotional bonding. So that's very, very important too. We talked about in the past that a husband very often needs to simply empathize with his wife and not necessarily su su suggest solutions. A wife sometimes may even become upset when her feelings aren't appreciated and you're just throwing a solution at her. Later, you could give her a solution too. But right now, what is needed is the empathy and, and the compassion. And we'll be messiahing this year with just saying one other very important point. With these days, one of the biggest culprits in communication, and this is really a two-way street, is the technology, the Blackberries, the iPhones. They rob people of the little time that they would have to spend time together as a family or as a husband and a wife. You know, when a wife wanted to spend time with her husband, to now she has other alternatives. She can text her friends. And between the phones and texting, it's easy for the husband to feel that his wife is more committed to everyone else but him. Like the most of the year we're talking about the other way, where the wife feels neglected. But it could very happen the other way as well, where the husband feels neglected. And people, couples sometimes drift apart. They have different hobbies. Very often one becomes more religious, more from. Now that gets in the way. It's like competition to their marriage. Therefore, it's so, so important, by the way, that when one gets more religious and the other one is not as strong following that yet, you don't isolate your spouse, you don't ignore your spouse, you can't become truly close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu if you hurt another person or you're not sensitive. So that's an important point also, is that even if someone has a newfound frumkite of religion, that one spouse is getting stronger with and the other one less so or not yet to be very sensitive to their husband or to their wife. And you, when you walk with Hashem and try to grow that way, there is a Bein Adam L'chaveiroi, Bein Ishle Ishtoi, that is extremely important. So to be Messiah, basically, to understand that wives are more dependent on the husband for affection. And they wish to spend more time with them. And husbands should really work very hard to do their best to spend time showing affection, spending time listening, giving a listening ear, and being compassion, compassionate and being empathetic. Bracha